golf, and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game. Hey, bring me another bucket of balls. We love it. And turn on the lights. I love the lane. Because I love it. We love it. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house Holly G, along with the best Cubbies. I can be a Cubs supporter today. It would Caddy be, to it, the host. I'm, I'm good with that. And I am sporting, sporting, sporting the gear right now. my Cubbies t-shirt. Who's on the back? It was my dad. Oh, Gagan. Okay. It was my dad. So in honor of my dad, a longtime Cubbies fan, as many we know Very cool. uh, that have rooted long and hard for Chicago and the Cubs. Uh, I can't wait for the game tonight, Will. What are you going to do if they lose? Like, I mean, it would be well, I know I'm gonna. I know I'm going to be chugging a lot of NyQuil because <laughs> I am severely under the weather, but I am going to make it through this game no matter what. There you go. Yeah, it. You know, just being a sports fan, it would be—I mean, it would be nice for Cleveland to win too. I mean, they just won the NBA championship, of course. But there's no—just being a sports fan, there's no team that anybody would rather win more than the Cubs. I mean, there's a reason they call them the lovable losers. But I've never thought of it that way. Just more so from the aspect of like being purely a sports fan, it would be great to see them win tonight. But I'm hoping for a close game. Me too. And uh, what a game last night, man! They came back with a vengeance. Don't worry, we'll get to golf in a minute here. But, hey, we know everybody's buzzing about Game 7. There is nothing better than getting a Game 7. And uh, they came out just firing on all cylinders. And what a uh, huge third inning there, getting the Grand Slam. Grand Slam after, uh, you know, producing nada much so far. What a a perfect timing for... um, for him to step up to the plate and hit that grand slam. It really was. Um, it's funny because I think it was in the NLCS and both in the World Series, he started off like the Addison Russell that has started off the the um, series not hitting very well. And then he's bounced back and, you know, the last couple games he's really been hitting well. Same thing with uh, Anthony Rizzo. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, the Indians have uh, Kuber, um, what is, Kyle, Kyle Kruber, Kruber. Going. I tried to say that five times. Yeah, right. And, you know, the Cubs have Hendricks going, so it's a solid pitching matchup, too. Uh, both teams obviously have strong offenses, and it's just going to be a battle to see who can get into the other team's bullpen first. Well, um, we're going to keep you entertained for the next hour as you're uh, chugging along I-4. And uh, speaking of big, big wins. Hideki Matsuyama. You're man. one week too early I with your know. pick. Oh my gosh! You know I've been in his corner. I've yep. been, I've been, uh, you know, picking him and thinking he was gonna put another uh, victory uh, in his resume, and he you did know his so. His last four starts, 
starting from last week. First, second, first, second, first, fifth, I think it was. So that those are his last four wide world starts. That's amazing. And a, and a decisive win by seven shots um, on his way to, uh, what, tw- was it 29 birdies? So I Woo! think so. It was, it, I, I think that was pretty close. Um, and, you know, if there's been one thing that maybe has been questionable about Hideki mm. is his putting. The putting. Um, and, you know, in, in terms of, um, I mean, we know he's just an amazing ball striker, has that unique pause in his swing that uh, I think a lot of people uh, try to, you know, replicate. How do you feel about that, by the way? Personally, I'm not a fan because, like, the Camilo Vajegas thing, like, I think it's such a rapid change of movement. Like, I don't like it. Yeah, and I works I, for him. And transition wise, right? Yeah. We're always talking about um, you know the the point of transition, but you know he when when he gets going, when he gets that putter going, just like you know, that's what it takes to you know put yourself on top in the PGA Tour. But uh, pretty pretty amazing, um, pretty amazing tournament with just 106 putts and an average of 26.5 a round. Really good. Pretty pretty darn impressive. And then. We've got maybe my new favorite name in rookie PGA Tour. People, Cody Gribble wins Sanderson Farms for the first for his first PGA Tour title. And look at like that's the if you want to notch your first win, Sanderson Farms is is the one to do it because I think this is what the fourth first time winner we've had in that tournament. Those opposite. Um field events really create some good opportunities for some of the you know not to to slight against them but some of the lesser named players some it gives a lot of opportunities for you know the ones who are not in the top 50 in the world and you know you have that event you have the event that's in um uh used to be in puerto rico you know those sort of events the ones that are run uh the opposite week of the british open as well yeah he was the fourth player in the last six years to make a victory at uh, Sanderson, and um, this is a, a, bi- a big one. And for those uh, who follow college golf, you know that he played at Texas along with Jordan Spieth. For sure. So uh, certainly some uh, some good motivation there. A lot of, man, so many good guys that have come Young out players, of that team. too. Like, I mean, Justin Thomas just won again. Cody Gribble you know, uh, Smiley Kaufman, you can, I mean, there's so many. It, it's going to be fun to watch over the next couple of years, actually, after the Tiger era. Something that was not fun to watch was Graham DeLitt facing uh, his untimely chipping woes returning down the stretch on Sunday. Uh, interesting because, you know, there's been some rumors that that's what's been going on with Tiger mm-hmm. as well, although his agent vehemently denied it and called it nonsense today you expect anything less but uh th- you know th- there have been some rumors going around yeah. we'll uh, have to check in with some of our insiders about that uh later on in the show but certainly um you know it, i think anybody that's gone through the yips whether it's with your putting or you know certainly chipping that is not fun no it's not fun it's like having a case of the s words you know yeah like, you know like, nah, yeah, nah, 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 i have it, had those yeah. no we don't mention that on this show <laughs> ever 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 um okay and let's see what else uh, shen shen fang uh ends her drought and wins in malaysia on the lpga tour we know uh, 
No, you know her. Yeah, very well. Um, you know, another another student of Gary's, uh, local. Gary Gilchrist. Gary Gilchrist, yeah. So he continues to help his players into their winning ways. Yes, and uh, Julie Inkster winning on the Legends Tour. Julie still. Is she ever going to stop playing golf? God game, man. <laughs> um, I know they tried to. You know, they tried her out in the booth for Fox during the U.S. Open, but I think she's going to keep swinging the sticks as, as long as she can. Hey, if you keep winning, why not? And finally, in the Champions Tour, Tom Pernice Jr. winning at the Power Shares QQQ. No, that's Interesting not a typo. QQQ no, right? Championship. Yeah. And um, Bernhard Langer, though, looking at perhaps an unprecedented fourth Charles Schwab Cup. The Germinator, as I love to call him. He's just, a, an, it doesn't seem like he's ever going to stop. You know, he just keeps keeps grinding along out there on the Champions Tour, winning and playing well. And Rory having a pretty good finish at the uh, at the WGC, mm-hmm. looking like his impending equipment changes aren't going to affect him the way we know what he went through initially when he changed to his Nike clubs. He's uh, testing out some tailor-mades, uh, driver, fairway woods. Uh, so finished tied for fourth, hit um, 60.7% of his fairways, tied for 29th of the field. So I'm a little disappointed, though, that he pulled out for this week in, in Turkey, and I don't believe he's playing the following week either. He's kind of mentioned that due to security reasons because of things that are going on in, in the Middle East, but, you know, and no one else pulled out. So I don't know if that's really the case or, you know, what the deal is. But Well, and we've got the race to Dubai. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, it's the their most important time. So it's kind of odd. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And um, let's see. Finally, what happened over in uh, web.com? There is no event. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, hey, it's a brand new season that's going to start up for them as well. So. All right, you're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. we got more golf talk coming up. Stay with us. Bob Herrick from ESPN coming up next. <laughs> 